yes, I want to see black men and black women together, but I want to see black women valuing black men as black men deserve to be valued. Black men, you are worthy. You have done great things in the last 20 or 30 years. You've taken your image back from cops, deadbeat dads and everything else. You've stepped up to the challenge and this is your time. This is your time. The gender war is over. Average at best happened in 2021. That is over. 2022, we're going into it. Self-awareness is sexy. Men are going to show the work and women are going to show their worth. We're going to move forward. We're going to move forward. And if you want to move forward together with us, men are there waiting for you. Men are there working for you. But you're going to earn your spot because he has to earn his value. The passing of a public figure rarely has an impact on me beyond, oh, wow, damn. I generally deal with death pretty well because it's a promise. And for some people, it is an escape. I can tell you the last public figure that passed away that really kind of made me feel away was was pun. And I was in high school at that time. Shows you how long it's been since a public figure had any type of real impact. And the death of that public figure really had an impact on me. I think it was April uh, May 6th. Uh, one of the most polarizing people that I've seen in the last probably 15 years passed. And there's a lot of different opinions of the man. Um, but that's not what I want to talk about in this intro. I want to tell Mr. Kevin Samuels, thank you. He had a hard job. That's not an easy job. Even if it is something that you really, really want to put out there as far as his message was concerned, it couldn't have been easy to go on a live every day with thousands of people knowing 50 to 60% of the people there hate your guts. Whether it is whether whether it is actually um, proper or not, that's not what I want to do in this intro. I want to give the man his flowers. Hate him, I love him. He really tried to put a message out there that I really believe was for the greater good. I know some people aren't going to agree with that. Unfortunately, many of the people that don't agree with that are people that really didn't even listen to the man. Just heard clips or hearsay or just lack the ability to look at the deeper meaning of certain things. But I saw what he was trying to do. Did I agree with everything that he did or said? No. I think he went too hard on single mothers. Um, But I did also notice he talked about everybody. He wanted everybody to elevate. And what I liked about Mr. Samuels is he gave voice to things that men have been screaming for years, but nobody really listens to men. And I know somebody's going to jump in. Oh, the patriarchy and you guys have everything. We can deep dive into that. But, and and I'm not even going to, say that you guys are wrong saying that men have an advantage in this world yes we do but there's a lot of things that we don't have and one of them is empathy or receiving empathy people generally don't care about how men feel about things it's get your stuff done and get out of here you know we're not allowed to emote we're said that we don't communicate but when we communicate and it's something that people don't want to hear nobody listens and not only do they not listen we get attacked for it toxic masculinity is toxic cool what mr kevin samuels did and what a lot of people in this space 
do, I believe, is given a blueprint. It's given women a roadmap. And it doesn't have to be pretty. Some roadmaps you got to drive through the desert to get to where you want to go. But listen to the words he's saying. It's a lot of good jewels in there. So I want to say rest in peace to Mr. Kevin Samuels. To me, he's a legend. To me, he changed the way a lot of things go. He opened a lot of opportunities for people, career-wise, who have jumped into this space and people who have actually listened to him and have had successful relationship outcomes with his help. It's unfortunate that people had such a, some people had such a, just a filthy reaction to his death. When I was first seeing the comments, and I tried not to, but when I was first seeing the comments of people celebrating his death, I was like, why don't y'all just go jump off a bridge? But that's not fair. I don't even think he would want that. People need to heal. You know, again, this is why I generally don't really get into one of the many reasons I don't really do too much manosphere stuff. A, nobody's listening. Um, and B, I don't, I, I never wanted to succeed off of the pain of genuine, of, of genders, between the genders, excuse me. There's a lot of pain, there's a lot of anger. I've had it. I have it. I'm not fully cured. I have my biases and my angers. But either way, Mr. Kevin Samuels, your your legacy will never die, man. It's um, it's set in stone, bro. So with that, let's get into the episode. Rest in peace, King. One motherfucking two. Motherfucking three, what's good, everybody? It is your favorite MC slash favorite RT, Mr. IE. Yeah, if you don't know my name at this point, eh, it's fine. But you may have forgotten the name of my guest here because she, as I say, every time she doesn't come on the show for a while, she got a little too, a little, a little too famous for us. She ain't want nothing to do with us. I'm here with, what's your name? I forgot your name. What's your name? Nat Rose. Who? Nat Mother Effin Rose. She's coming in here with attitude too. Mother Effin Rose. <laughs> like, you can't come in here with attitude when you ain't been in here in eight months, nine months. That's a baby. Yeah. That's a baby. Life happens. No, that's not acceptable. Life doesn't well, happen. Well, wait, wait, wait. Talk Hold on. Yes. We're both now in relationships. So, <laughs> fuck that. But, yeah, I mean, that's a beautiful thing. Exactly. I didn't say fuck that, but fuck that, bruh. Should have been in the black and red room a long time ago. Have Let's him come here. Come here and hang with Mr. Rodriguez. Keep I have a fan club. Room. They're like, yo, when you coming back? I'm like, when he tells me. Actually, I have questions. Like, you speak of relationships, like, earlier today. No bullshit. I'm not just saying this because you're here. She's like, oh, you guys have a good um, rapport. Like, you know, when I was hoping you would have her on soon. Ironically. Like, she's a little too bougie for me, though. Oh, please. You got pretty bougie. I'm not. She at came all. here with like some some wine that's like six hundred dollars. So my let's drink it. It was it's, pretty good. No, it's twenty dollars first of all. Okay, no, and true. it's plum wine sake. So for everyone out there that knows what plum wine sake is, that's like a bahapanti. So if you have guys, if you have uh, girls coming over and they like sweet drinks, this is the one. Yeah, I can I can totally see this as a way to um. Seduce. To lubricate the thigh area, <laughs> to slip the panties off a little easier. Not that I suggest, fellas, that you get the ladies drunk to do that. I'm just saying it's yeah, it's consensually. Drink. <clears throat> yeah, consensual, 
Have her sign a contract before she drinks this that she's okay with the panties slipping off. And have her sign that before she gets drunk with a camera on her. Have her sing her favorite song so it proves that she's not under duress. Have her say whatever label she wants to be called. And then rock on. Isn't that crazy, though, that this whole Me Too movement has guys so paranoid? Oh, it's fucked the game up, bro. It's fucked the game up. Like, it's so... And I support what it initially was supposed to stand for. Same with, like, Black Lives Matter. That shit got out of control. You heard they bought a house with the money? I'm sure they did. (laughs) Of course they did. I heard it was, like, seven million or something. I'm not even mad at them. Because at the end of the day... We're humans, man. Like, I've never been in that position, and I would like to think that I'm above making dumb decisions like that, but we're not. That's in, that's just in the cold. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Me Too has fucked it up. Like, it's a, it's to a point now where men don't even approach women anymore. Yo, facts. I go, I go. Well, when I was single, I was telling you, I would go out to the club, and people would be on dating apps in the club. Yeah, I've been and- there. I'm not taking a chance on trying to talk to you, and you A, embarrass me, because that's happened before. I've told that story at that club in Toronto with a girl grilled me for about 20 minutes where my friend Tamara was there was like let me leave so I don't look like I'm cock blocking I walked around to see if this girl would trace me I don't dance people so I'm not gonna walk up to her and pull out my <laughs> usher moves and shit you know what I'm saying but um she walked by me I tapped on the wrist and she yelled don't fucking touch me in the middle of a club what am I supposed to do there oh hell no that's a lose-lose for me if I get mad at her I look like one of them niggas if I sit there and look stupid which is what I did I look stupid you know mm. And that's light. Now it's like, you say hi to a girl and she's like, I, I don't even know, man. It all depends. Talk, what, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know what to say. There's to a you. lot of creepy dudes though out there. Of course there are. That's not new. I know, but it's like, oof. Your mom went through the same shit. My mom, I remember the drug dealers hollering at my mom and I was going over there to fight. I was five and I was ready. I remember that clearly <laughs> on Fordham Road outside of whatever that is. Across the street from where the gap is right now. That's how vividly I remember this shit. I think it's a foot action now. And I remember they was looking at my mom had a big butt. And they was looking at my mom's butt. And I looked at the guy and I was about to run over there. And I'll never forget. He said, yo, we good, shorty. We good, shorty. Like, That's right, <laughs> bitch. Like, so I don't know. Like, some creepy dudes ain't new. But the reaction, like, you can't even say hi to a woman. That's not true, though. Mm. It depends because as women, we, we do have, like... How can I say it? Like the privilege of picking and choosing who we want to speak to. That's losing now. Yes and no. Okay, let's finish your point with that. What do you mean by that? Meaning, I'll, I'll like, if you don't like the guy, you'd be like, mm, I don't know. right? Because you know, you got six other dudes that day that's going to try to highlight you, right? But you ever see the videos where women get tired of men not calling? Catcalling. catcalling is different, but like, that's that's some bullshit. But like, I think they did include catcalling though. Where women get tired of it, but then he asks, he says, so what if nobody says something to you? How would you feel in? Then I was like, oh, yeah, I wouldn't feel as beautiful or something like that. So what the fuck do you want, bro? <laughs> they just want the attention from the guy that they want. Yeah. And it, that's hard because, again, how do you... It, first of all, I talked about this with my guest last week. Any woman you say anything to, and uh, it kind of, as I talk about it, it, makes me think of this Chris Rock joke. But any woman that we talk to... It seems like you automatically think we want to fuck you. Mm, not always. Yeah. You know, if we say hi to you, it's like, oh, you just want to fuck me. No, motherfucker. I said hello. Because men just want to smash. Like, Sometimes. especially when you're around guy friends and all they talk about is smashing this one and that one. I mean. I mean, that's a good amount of 
many conversations, mm-hmm. except black men when we're married and in relationships. We don't talk about that. Black men don't <clears throat> cheat. Black men don't think about other vaginas. We don't. When a pretty girl comes on the television, we change the channel immediately. That's why we watch sports. That's why we watch sports and not women's sports. That's why women's sports doesn't have that many viewers because we don't want to be tempted as black men. We only but watch you'll football. watch the volleyball game, right, if it's on? <laughs> Never. <laughs> Unless they're playing in fubu jeans and Tim boots, I'm not. Even then, that could be pretty fucking sexy, actually. Ew. If she's built a certain way, that shit might be dope, yo. Fuck yeah. She's <laughs> stupid. Check with some Tims and some, lug, some, some, some Lugs jeans on. And a wife beater. Oh, no. No, 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 no. That can't happen. That's actually one of my turn-ons, like. If a woman comes with, and she, she just got nothing but a wife beat on. What? I don't know. That's some weird shit, but that is. That like, is very weird. Okay. I actually forgot about that. I actually forgot about that. I'm going to have to bring that up in the next meeting with the lady. Oh. But anyway, yeah. So like you mentioned something to me too. It's like, it, you can't speak to anybody like, cause you run a risk of being offensive. It's dangerous at work now because I might say something to you like, oh, what? you look nice today. And then you go and run and tell the other girl that I said some slick shit and that my name is tarnished and all that stuff was you look nice today. Yeah, they have these sexual harassment shits now. They're doing it more often. Like, mm-hmm. I remember at the hospital when I used to work there, it was like once a year. Now it's like, before I left, it was like yeah. every six months. I was like, what the fuck is Everything going on? Everything is sexual there? harassment now. And there are cases, and I don't try to pretend like I understand what y'all go through. Like, cause I, I know a lot of creepy dudes, Ugh. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it kind of fucks up the, it messes up the the game, but it, it's, it's a weird thing because a lot of women want to be chosen, but when a dude comes to talk to you, you're not trying to hear it. So it's like- That's not the one. You know how there's a meme that says, there's plenty of fish in the sea, but there's this one salmon. Mm. <laughs> and you're going to wait and let all the other fish go by, waiting for that one salmon- who probably, when he comes, if he's a decent dude, you still going to stick with the old salmon. I don't know. That's just my own trauma talking right there. Nah. And then say there's no good fish in the sea 10 years later when the fisherman poles ain't really looking in your direction no more. Nah. Because once you get, like, burned. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, you know, the situation with the homie and stuff like that. True. That kind of, like, changed my whole perspective on what to look for. You got to give some back because everybody don't know who the homie is. So, so the homie was the guy. Well, I'm in a relationship right now. I'm with my boyfriend. Hello. Hello. I know he's probably listening. Hey, babe. Hey, baby. And uh, <laughs> you are our boyfriend. <laughs> like, not his family. Yo, that's it. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> it's a wrap. You got him uh, on Sundays, okay? Yeah, no doubt. That's football Sunday. So, you know. Yeah, I got Pause. him Monday night football. You know what's so crazy? <laughs> I, I actually. It's gotten so bad, I have to actually pause and say I'm joking with that because some people might take that literally. I don't like oh, penis, Lord. but that's, that's my cra- man too. Continue. See, it's a whole cancel culture, me too. It's It's been crazy. Societal. But it's bullshit. not new. You know, but keep, keep going. Keep going. Anyway. We jump around because we do that a lot. We do. So um, the homie, um, it was somebody that I was dating for like a good year on and off. Mm. And, you know, he wasn't giving me the attention, but I was just there like. Maybe if I stick around, maybe I just need some time, maybe. And then it's like, I'm dating other people and he'll come around and then I would block him. He will find ways to freaking, you know, contact me. And I'm like, for a man that does not want a relationship with me, why are you doing the most? I told you, that's all about control. Like Patrice O'Neill said something very smart. Patrice O'Neill, if you guys don't know, is a comedian who was ahead of the Manosphere shit. He was talking this stuff 2002, 2003, giving blueprints, right? Go check him out. 
And he said something very perfectly. He's like, even if you're not possessive, you look at your girl like a possession. That's a toy. You know what I'm saying? Like wow. when you're young, you don't want other people playing with your toy. You know, if you you might allow them to play with your toy, but at the end of the day, when you want your toy, you want your toy. And I told you that. I said, yo, you're just a toy. Like when he's ready for you, he'll come get you. And when he's not, he's gonna let you go. And the thing is that I got frustrated with you and it wasn't just you. It was a you were part of just a bigger trigger. It's like that seems to be the niggas y'all really stick around for. And that was really getting me angry. Because here I am trying to be Mr. Decent most of the time. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, let's start playing games. But with me, I didn't have anybody else that I was really interested in. But I feel because like I like because blocked everybody out. Him, though, bro. I kind of blocked everybody out because he was the one that I wanted. Yeah, that's what you just proved my point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know I mean? like you just and it's funny for me, it's like I've always said, and I've said this on the show many times, women that I made feel like options couldn't get rid of them. And the woman that I wanted to make something serious with all play games. And it's funny how a decent amount of them try to slip back in the cracks now that I'm out the game. Fuck out of here. So fast forward. After this, you know, I took a break. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm not going on dating apps or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. Go to November. I go to my cousin's wedding. And then literally the day before I met my boyfriend, like I was speaking to my sister-in-law. And I was like... I'm going to chill. Like, I'm just here yeah. on vacation. Like, I'm not here to look for anybody. It is what it is. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not on dating apps. Like, I'm done right now. Like, mm-hmm. I'm tapped out. Literally, the next day, my cousin goes to me, like, on the side and goes, yo, somebody likes you. And I was like, who? Like, oh, this is guy that likes you or whatever. I was like, all right. I look at him. I was like, okay. I was like, is he a fuck boy? <laughs> yeah. That's the first question. <laughs> because ask. it's like. Yeah. You know, the trauma already mm-hmm. of dealing with a guy like that. I just did not yeah, you, want you, to deal with the that stars anymore. Were there, definitely. So I was just like, and then, you know, we kind of got introduced and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, we were talking ever since and we haven't stopped talking. So you opened the door for that to come in. And I remember you telling me about him. He seemed a little bit different than the other yes. situation that you had been The whole vibe. And like, we would talk on the phone every day for like two hours. Right. Right. Shit, I haven't done that in years. <laughs> but um I just don't like the phone. I fucking hate that shit. But I don't like the phone either, but with him it was just yeah. like You know, it's tell weird because like you know, I'm dating a younger woman now, so it's different. Like, and I'm dating an older man. <laughs> right. But, yeah, but you're not but see like I feel like But I've never done that before. Age, but your age and his age, it's not that big of a gap technology wise. Me at 39, my girl at 25, that's a huge leap of technology. And now she'll video call me out of nowhere. And I'm like, fuck. You know, because I went from not liking the phone to now I got to actually like really pay attention, you know. But then I find when I'm on the phone with her, I don't really mind. I don't want to be on there too long. I am who I am. I just don't like the shit. I ain't trying to be there for an hour, you know, though it's happened and I'm cool with it, you know. But it's just funny how the technology changes. But anyway... When it came to him, I felt something different that you was telling me, and I was telling you, fucking grab him. Stop I fucking did. around, bro. I did, and you know, even the day of the wedding, it was crazy. Like, you know how you go in and out of drunkenness? No, I just stay in it. <laughs> no, well, with me, I was going in and I was sober, then drunk, and no. sober, and drunk, no, and I was like, I started, oh my God. That's how it's going to be until the next day. Yeah, like, I was drinking water in between, so I was like sobering up mm-hmm. and whatever, and I remember <laughs> telling him, like, yo- we're not fucking. You're a fuck boy. That's it. So you like, try to fuck it up immediately. 
almost. Well, I, I'm assuming. Nah, it wasn't. I wasn't fucking it up. It was more, more my defense mechanism. Like, yo, you're not gonna play with me. Like, no, that's kind of fucking it up. Like, I, I, I would get annoyed as fuck when people would come to me and say, "Oh, you're like, I thought you was a fuck boy and this and this." Why? Because yeah. I'm tall and light skinned and I know how to. I'm charismatic and know how to talk to people. Yes, I just big myself up on the low, but like, because I know how to talk to people and I'm like. You know, I bounce around and I'm social. That's what I was trying to get to. That's not a fuckboy, though. Yeah, but this is the perception that a lot of people have of me, which is very annoying. And the other thing that annoys me, too, is like, yes, I went through stages where I was like a whore. But that takes two. Do you say that about her, too? Probably not. And again, for me, I never lied to anybody. You might get a different story, but I ain't never lied to nobody to get no pussy. I ain't slipped nothing in nobody drink. I ain't trying to get nobody drunk. If it's the first time you and I are hooking up, I'm not fucking with you if you're drunk. So my conscience is very clear. I will say 92%. 92% clear. So knowing what you went through with the homie, and at that time, I was interested in a girl that I realized there's nothing to take away from her. I was just interested in the idea of something different, not necessarily her. Right. She was cool. She was attractive. Like, you know, had a nice job. We had a nice little chemistry for a while. But um, I realized, I just had this realization the other day, actually, through everything I've gone through in life, my mother passing, struggling with money, like, damn near wondering how I'm going to keep the house or oh, the apartment, it's whatever I've gone through, depression at one point, like 10 minutes away from the suicidal thoughts and shit like that at one point, the most damaging thing that I have, like on my soul, like PTSD shit is dating. I'm never doing it again, Facts. ever. Me either. I told my boyfriend, I was like, if this shit don't work out, mm -mm. Mm -mm. I'm not even going on these dating apps, nothing, like I'm, I'm done. No, I'm not doing For it. For a while. No, uh, no, I'm not doing it. No, I'm not doing dating apps. I mean, I'm talking about talking to somebody for a while. I'm not dating, period. Hey, I'm not doing it. This shit is crazy out here. I don't know how y'all do it. I refuse. But I can't do it. I'm not doing it. Like, I literally will just figure out a way to like, you know, if her and I don't make it, I'll call somebody. We can co-parent. I'll adopt a kid because I want a child. I'll adopt a kid. And I'll be honest with you. I've never felt this way in my life. And I'm not there at this moment. I won't. I mean, I can't at this moment. But, um... Fuck it, bro. I go to Colombia <laughs> fucking once, <laughs> twice a year. I go to the Philippines once or twice a year. I go in Costa Rica. I'll buy a pussy. Fuck it. I, there's no there's no problems with that except herpes, which I can get from Ugh. the random bitch up the block too. So, oh, God. Yeah, that's disgusting. I actually don't <laughs> support buying pussy. I've never bought pussy in my life, but I'll be honest with you. I'm not, I don't even want to get to a point where I have to get to know you enough to fuck you. I don't want none of that shit no more. I'm out. I'm 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 not doing it. Like it's crazy to think of that of everything I've gone, even COVID shit, like working in that. The mm -hmm. most damaging thing I've had in my life is dating. Same. And I'm fucking sexy, people. Oh Lord. I'm Here pretty sexy, go. bro. Pretty fire. <laughs> pretty dope, man. I'm looking at myself in the reflection of the computer screen and I'm like I look Damn. ugly today. I'm like, mm, no. Huh? I'm not feeling myself today. I look ugly. No, nah, bro. I'm looking at myself and I'm distracted actually. Like, God damn, let me take a sip I'm looking at myself. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, that's not what we came here for. But either way, I am happy that you did meet somebody. And even us talking about the homie, that was to kind of give an um just a history lesson of the journey that you had to go through. Like you had to go through the bullshit. Like I had to go through a lot of bullshit. And I met a lot of great women too. So it's not like I'm shitting on anybody from R to S. In between that, you know, I met a lot of great women, but boy, did I meet some fucked up ones too. And it made me appreciate what I have now. And it made me better to accept and and be a better man for her. Because I knew that was happening regardless. I'm like, whoever I deal with next is going to get the best version of me because I've been through so much. But it's also 
I don't have a tolerance for shit. So I was like, if I'm not with it, I'm telling you I'm not with it. And Me too. I'm not with the shit. So I was like, mm, I'm not beat. I am not beat. Even with him, I was just like, because mm. you know what it is? Like I always say, you know, I'm like one of the guys. I was always like the fly on the wall. So the thing is with me, it's like dudes have an agenda. When single dudes go to a wedding, it's to probably smash. So that's why I think I went out and told them straight up like, yo, we're not going to fuck. Because we're in a tropical place. We were in Mexico. I had my own room. He had his own room. Do dudes do that, though? Actually, I, that's a real question. I actually don't know. Because I feel like that dudes. started with that Wedding crash, Crashers movie. Nah, they really do. I mean, I have some of my friends that would be like, yo, it's open bar. I'm definitely going because oh, I'm yeah? going to fuck somebody. I'm going to fuck one of the bridesmaids. I was like, wow. like. I mean, I can see that, actually. Because the last wedding I went to, one of the young ladies was attempting to get some of the iron. And I was like, I'm cool. So, but see she was a t- so i can see like how it's like kind of open season and those things right everybody's in their fields yeah. so I'm like oh okay i had sex at a wedding once it was with my girlfriend and we got like <laughs> what we tried to yeah it was with my girl we, we went to a wedding in jersey and we um went to the bathroom to fuck right oh shit we got stuck in there because for whatever reason a bunch of people decided to hang out outside and just talk for like 45 minutes oh fuck and um i had to call my boy tony and be like yo tony do something to distract them to get them out of here and another time i had sex at a wedding it was so let's talk about what (laughs) we came here to talk about right yes you know who i'm going to talk about right oh lord it's cringy. Now, one thing I don't see, so you just said it right there. Now, one thing I don't like to do is in a black and red room, if you notice, I generally try not to jump on trends. I find that, or do reaction videos and respond to clips online. Like, that's fine and it's entertaining and I watch a lot of that. But for me, I try to, it's called deep thoughts with iron, not immediate thoughts with iron. So I try to soak things in. I try to research things and everything like that. But, and this is going to ruffle some feathers the way I'm going to say this, but one of my heroes just passed. And I oh, wow. say that. Not even to trigger one of my like legit hair. Like I thought about it. I looked at one of the videos the other day and I, oh, yesterday. And I literally like got like misty. I like, I kid you not. So Uncle Kevin just passed away, right? What's his name? Say his name. (laughs) No. Say his name. I'm fucking saying his name. Say his name. Hell no. Why not? R.I.P. K.S. There you go. That could be anybody. That could be Killer Sin. He was with Wu-Tang. Nope. I need K.S. What does that stand for? Kiss my. That doesn't know. That's KM, stupid. That doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't work. You know? So Uncle Kevin Samuel died yesterday. To be no, honest I with think you, it's Cinco de Mayo, they said. Huh? It's Cinco de Mayo, wasn't it? No, it was this. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, we found it. Right, right, right. Because I did get a lot of messages saying, yo, Kevin Samuel died. I was drunk as shit. So I'm like, yeah, whatever. It's probably some bullshit. You know? I was yeah, like, it's either the- some bullshit or it's something that he did. To try to show you, this is the responses that people will have about me. I can see him doing that. We spoke about that, and I said, nah, that's reaching. That is reaching, but I can see him being that petty. To be fair, I can't see him that petty. What did you feel? Yo, it it, it legit, like, (laughs) I think about these things. Like, when Pun died, I was upset. You know, when, um, and I generally don't get upset about, like, celebrities. I don't know these people. Yeah. But, um. Like, one of the shows I listened to was Dan Levitard's show. And I'm like, damn, when Stu God dies and when Dan dies, I'm going to feel that. Because I listen to these dudes every day. When I heard about that, I woke up, I was in a bad mood all day. And I really wasn't trying to hear people's shit. And, of course, that's when I kept hearing people's shit. Of course. What did you think when you heard he died? And literally, what was your, no judgment here. What I was, was like, oh, wow. Thought? I was like, nah, they, nah, I think it's a hoax. I, I honestly so was like, let me just 
let me just double check. While I think it's distasteful to wish death upon anyone, um, I was not relieved. I think that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. I didn't think anything, honestly. I mean, I disliked the dude, but I also did my own research. See, that's key because a lot of women have not. Because they only do excerpts of him bashing women. Right. But I had to go back because I have a my boy from Arizona. He actually told me to go back and say, hey, no, he goes after men too. And I was 100%. like, you know what? Let me be a little open-minded. No. Let me see. And then there was one clip. I don't know what it was. I think he was, there was a guy that called in the show and- I believe he was the one that was overweight, and then he asked him, like, yeah, 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 Yeah. that one. And there's nothing more damaging to a man's ego than talking about his dick. Right, especially, like, yeah. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, is, like, in the middle of the conversation, he just goes, do you have a big dick? Do you feel like you got a big dick? And I think the guy was like, I'm like a six. I'm like, no, it's either you do or you don't. Right. So that means to me that you don't have a big dick. Exactly. And I was like... Oh, shit. You know what I do like? Yeah. Actually, I I agreed with one thing that he said, which was, I mean, two things. Okay. I like the fact that he tells men, you know what? You need to be the alpha male of the house, meaning like Mm. you need to have your own shit, Mm -hmm. have the money. So if the wife could stay at home and take care of your children, Mm -hmm. she could do that. Right. That I liked. I'm not against that. If that's what we agree upon, I'm not against that. I wish. I had to freaking go postpartum. Literally, I was actually with my daughter. I was nine months pregnant yeah. when I got my the job over at Brooklyn. I mean, excuse me. Nine yeah, months Brooklyn. pregnant. So like in any minute, she was about to have this baby. But I promised my boss at the time that I was going to come back mm-hmm. after postpartum and stuff like that, like two months postpartum and start the job. Literally, okay. I went to the Colombian store in Queens, got myself a whole full girdle mm-hmm. that's down to like the knees. Mm-hmm. I had a C-section, zipper that sucker up. Went to to work, and I, yeah, I respect that. Yeah, but you know what, the hormones and all that, you know, and I, then I dried out with my breast milk because I wasn't like, oh wow, you know, yeah, it was. Bad. See, that's shit, Dad. That's why I did that episode last um two weeks ago with Miss uh, Nurse Nurse Practitioner. She wanted me to clarify. NP, that. yes, there party. are levels to There's it. There's a difference. That's like calling a marine a soldier. Like yep. you're not supposed to do that. Um. Or army men or whatever. Um, sorry, I fucked it up. Don't kill me, guys. I am not military. I am a respiratory therapist, bro. But um, different branches. He means of right. The military. But like, I didn't realize it was just so much y'all do deal with, and I got I got a lot of respect for women, man. I do. One of the reasons why my ex girlfriend at one point in time, when I was with her seven years, when she was already making like a hundred and five hundred and ten thousand a year, I'm making eight hundred every two weeks. I told her, like, I want the children, I want the family, I want to get married and everything like that, but I got to be in a position to take care of my, like, I was in school at this point, you know, and I'm like, I can't do this and not be able to take care of my family if something happens to you or something like that. I don't want us to miss shit. Like, maybe we won't go out as much to eat, but I want everything to flow smoothly. I can't do that making 800 an hour. So I agree with that, man. There's a lot of bum ass niggas out here. <laughs> Just like mooching off of, off of women. I'm like, yo, y'all niggas yep. need to get your shit together. That's that's unacceptable. Unless you would have really had like, you had a business and like COVID took your business. And at this point, you're relying on your girl while you get your shit together. But you're actively trying to get your shit together. I think that's different than you just out there just laying up in some lady's crib, eating the food in the fridge. And you're not, you're not, you're not doing anything in the house. You're right. not trying to get out of that. That shit is nasty. And Kevin Samuel called that shit out all the fucking time. 
But the problem is, it's easy to talk about men. Nobody cares. Yeah. It's not as interesting. When you listen to, if you look at any of his episodes when he started, when he was doing a bunch of his shit in his car, a little skinny dude with, you know, T-shirts. I don't know. I think <laughs> of him in a white T-shirt. Wasn't as, if you look at his early stuff and his later stuff and more recent stuff, it's two, it's two different men. He's a little more animated in the first one. He's a little more goofy. He's a little more nerdy. Nobody gave a fuck. And most of that original material was him talking directly to men. Nobody cared because you can talk about men in any way you want. Nobody gives a fuck. The minute you say something about women, everybody pays attention. And that's exactly what happened. So I applaud you going back and actually doing the research. Yo. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't feel like, especially in this digital age, we should not be ignorant. We, we But right. people are how can I say it? They choose to be ignorant when they easy. convenience them. Because it's easy. So I'm like, nah, let me not be like that because I'm not that type of person. So I was like, let me, you know, I don't like the dude. I don't like what he says, but let, let me see. Let me see. Yeah. And it was like a couple of episodes. I was like, yo, okay. Right. Like you got to cool. listen to the whole thing. It's like he's, what irks me so bad with, with him is like people take little clips and he look at, he said it himself a lot and you can tell it frustrated him. Like. He would give clips. People, he would post some clips because you got to promote the best party episode of real people in. Right. But nobody would look at the rest. And when you have women that see this, oh, fuck him. I got so many DMs yesterday when I posted. And then when I asked them, have you listened to an episode? No. Well, then shut the fuck up. And I say that you can clip that and leave that there. Shut the fuck up. If you don't have the information to back up what you're saying, shut the fuck up. Because logic will beat emotion every time. And you're talking off emotion instead of actually doing the research. What I do like about him is that, you know, especially being Latina, right? We're all about family. Yeah. In the African-American community, you don't really see that much. Unfortunately. The, you know. I'm, my family's fractured. I don't mind saying that, you know. Right. And it's unfortunate. You don't see the nuclear family, nuclear mm -hmm. black family. You always see like the mom, the single, always, it's always the same narrative that everybody mm -hmm. wants to deal with. Like the single angry black mom, mm -hmm. the kids running around in the streets, running mm -hmm. amok, they're getting into drugs and all this other stuff and yeah. in and out of jail. Why is it that everybody has to be in the same narrative? What I liked about right. him, he's just trying to break that. Right. Break that narrative and be like, no, we are better than that. Mm -hmm. We've grown from that. We could definitely be... We could build nuclear families. This is what you're doing. I, I think he saw the flawed system that's going on. Exactly. And, I, and then he yeah. tried to like rewire it and say, hey, you want a nuclear family? This is the type of man that you need to be. Right. And for ladies, it's like, all right, you had a you had a kid. All right. Can't fault you for that because you made that decision. Mm -hmm. But, you know, let a woman that doesn't have any kids have the man that's appropriate to build a family so it could stay nuclear. I could right. understand that. But in the flip side, mm -hmm. see, I had a hard time dating in the last four years because of his right. whole narrative and stuff like that. Because well, we it's like religious that. people. Mm -hmm. You know, they want to take also excerpts of stuff that convenience them. Sure. Not the whole That's what verse. people do with everything, yeah. Right. So then with men, it was like they were regurgitating the same verbatim that he was saying. Right. And I was like, wait, wait, wait. And I, I schooled a lot of men in this shit. Mm -hmm. And and this is how I would stop the, the whole back and forth. I said, excuse me. I said, what do you think about a woman that was married that was in a toxic situation yeah. that wanted to break that 
because we're Latinos too. We we have our own sort of toxicity too. We do it for the sake of the kids. So we stay okay. together. Exactly. But then that damages the children. No, black women do the same. You know? Oh, I don't know. I mean, yeah. black women do but you know, as a Latina, I could say, you know, I've seen it. Right. I have an aunt and an uncle. They fucking fight all the time. And they have one kid. And my little cousin is a little, you know, not, she's a little like, you know, out sure. there because, you know, she, all she saw was them fighting all the yeah. time. Yeah. So with that being said, it's like, I would break that narrative by saying, okay, what would you think about a woman that was married, didn't plan on getting a divorce, but had to do it for the sake of her children right. so they could break that cycle. I think that's bold in general. I, so, I, I salute that. So that's what I did, right? Yeah. And then it's like, oh, but you're different. All right. But not all women that have children make the wrong decisions. No, Because my ex-husband, great father. Yeah. Great father. Phenomenal father. Not a good husband. Right. But- he still, still, he, like, takes care of my children, you know? He takes the kids every other right, weekend. His, his children, too. Yeah. Solid. Solid, 100%. Salute to that. But there's one life to live, and I feel partner. like I didn't want to be miserable. Right. And I agree with that. And I've always said, if I had one thing to say about him, two sides of it. I felt like he went too hard on single moms. He went in on single mothers. And right. that was OD. It was too much. It was like, it was yo, but I'm not them. Like, I didn't fucking fuck yeah. fucking Harold from the third floor that's a drug dealer. And Harold. that's fucking, I don't know. I just said, from? I don't know. I you just, know a nigga named Harold. That's yeah, I do. Black. <laughs> he's black. But he's the actually. Where you get Harold from? <laughs> <laughs> he actually is a very successful guy, actually. I bet he but, is. Uh, Harold. Yeah, I don't know even know where that came from. but uh, No, you know where it came from. <laughs> he lived on the third floor. You just said that. Yeah, but he didn't, it doesn't live on the third floor. But I'm just saying, it's like, you know, just a random dude from the hood. Yeah. Because that's who he's talking about. He's talking about the hood mentality, mm -hmm. how to break from that. Right. And then these men would be like, oh, you know, you have children. So, yeah, we could fuck, but I can't take you serious right. because the father's still around. I actually had men say, well, if the father is around, then I wouldn't want to take you serious because I wouldn't want another man around you. Right. I'm like, so um, let, let me let me counter that from the other side, from a, a number of things. So you and I have spoken, and I told you I, I didn't want to date a woman with children. Right. And it had nothing necessarily to do with the kids. I said I wanted my family, and I wanted to start this, and we have it. Something we're both doing it at the same time for the first time. I'm talking about my lady and myself. Right, I get it. That's fine. It wasn't about the kid. But I do also see, like, I know a lot of guys who still fuck their baby mamas who are in relationships, you know, with other men who actually look after their kids. Because how can you tell the other dude don't be around your children? So he's always around. So I get that. That also was a little bit of a hesitance for me because I have... If I have a trigger in relationships, it's an ex. Because throughout life, I have seen the worst of the worst ex get their girl back time after time after time after time again. That is a big trigger for me. And it's where I, I even said, get a woman that lists 10 things that she wants in a partner. The dude that has seven well, has a much harder chance of keeping her than the dude that has four. She'll always go back to the nigga with four, hoping he'll get the other six. Meanwhile, you got a dude that has seven out of eight because nobody's perfect and you push him. So that was always a fear of mine too because I can't tell you you don't have that man in the house. That's that kid's father. And right. I, I, and I'm big on fathers being there for their children. So I think that's a little bit – that I think that's kind of a justified fear. You know, maybe not with you, but I don't know you. You can say that he's not in there. I don't know that, you know. And the other side too, 
while I get your point with that is like, you know, one of my other best friends, she's, she has, um, I think five kids, but she was married twice, mm-hmm. you know, and that's where the kids came from. She wasn't out here running the streets, fucking everybody. Right. But I, I find it like kind of hypocritical because I've asked this question of women and I'm going to give you the scenario that I gave them. Basically what you just listed was like, this is why I'm here. Don't judge how I got here because this is what happened. Right. Cool. Right. I can't control that. <laughs> you can't control that. And you know, I mean, I guess technically you could have, but you you, you got married. You did everything right. that we're told. And did things properly. According to whatever system we're in, right? Societal. Right. System. Is- so I put this mm-hmm. picture out there. All right, cool. So don't 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 judge me by how why I'm here. Look at how I got here. It wasn't because I was out here wilding. Cool. I would ask women because women look at finances when it comes to men, right? Because you have to pick it a litter, like you just said, which I'm gonna kind of fight against a little bit. But like you got to pick it a litter for the most of your life, you've had to pick because men come to you. Yeah. You know, the game's kind of changed a bit now because now we got way more options, and now you actually have to work a little hard to differentiate yourself from the other 15 girls in my inbox, <laughs> which y'all are struggling with, to be honest with you, from my experience. But I put the scenario out. I said, okay, cool. Whatever. You're dating a man. 35 and over, right? Whatever. Early 40s, late 30s. He lives at home with his mom. He makes $40,000 a year. Mm-hmm. Now, the reason he makes $40,000 a year because he's trying to get back up on his feet because COVID wiped out his successful business and now he has to get back up on his feet. Are you giving him the pass of what happened before and dating him? Or are you going to be like, nah, he, he ain't making enough money. He lives at home with his mom. And more often than not, and shout to the woman that gave me the honest answer, they said no. So why the fuck should you should get a pass for your story that you technically didn't have any control over? But when it comes to men, which is usually the case, we don't get the benefit of that story. It's like, oh, Nick, you make $40,000. You live at home with your motherfucker out of here. But I just had a business that got shut down because of COVID. Eh, figure it out. Like, that shit is unfair. And this is why I like, I like Kevin Samuel because women say that he goes at women. He goes at the system. I've been accused of hating women. I hate the system that women sit under. In the hip. And I, I'm sure you can Some. tell me. Right. You can tell me some things that men have that, are, you know, whatever. Mm. But the hypocrisies and the double standards that exist that women thrive under, it fucking drives me crazy. Because, like, you want to pick and choose when the shit works for you. You know, and that, that's not how it works. There's double standards for men, too. Men want to do them. And then uh, uh, once you start doing that, the same thing. It's like, oh, why are you doing that for? And mean? they become victimized. Like, you know, men what, what have uh, options, right? And I'm you, sorry, what'd you say? I didn't hear that part. I said men have options, right? Yeah. So, okay, they have options. So do we. But then it's like when we say it sometimes, like the man gets like taken aback, like, mm-hmm. oh, you can't do that to me. Like, I could do it to you, but mm-hmm. you can't do that shit to me. Like, that's that's not new. That's that ego shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. I could fuck whoever I want, but then it's like, nah, not you. You got to just stay loyal to me without a title. It's like, but you know what my answer to that on the other side of that is like there's so many women out here allowing unless it's something that that is agreed upon like i've had these situations where the girl and i agree we're not going to go to the next step this is what we are you have women that will allow men to drive the car without making a down payment that's on you like yeah like at the end of the day you made that choice and this is the shit that gets me it's always what the men are fucked up no motherfucker you made the choice to allow him in there and keep him there so like boundaries does that so are you you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. or you have um all these these fucked up dads that don't take care of their kids and for them dudes under the jail. But you chose him. You know, more than there are except examples where you didn't know the nigga was a piece of shit. But right. more often than not, well, let me not say that. 
more than enough examples of women who knew the nigga wasn't shit and had kids with him. Can't blame him. You made that choice. Own it. But we can't put accountability on women with certain things. It's always us. And that's the shit that I can't stand. And that's the shit that I feel like Kevin was talking about. You know, or even like he he people got mad at him for talking trying to kill the dreams of women he's telling you be realistic like you're five two, 210 pounds and you're trying to get a dude that makes six figures to six feet he has to pick at a litter more than likely he's not picking you be realistic and that sounds fucked up but you know a woman will say oh but there are men that like this yes you can't make the exception the rule that's the exception and it's a small percentage right usually but it's always like oh but that can happen to me okay cool until you're 50 years old and you have nobody you know, you should have fucking dealt with that $60,000 man that really showed you the interest, wanted to give you what he could, but you don't mm-hmm. want to live that journey. You want the fucking finish line. And the thing is, too, salary is Not everybody. Like- I'm sorry. Let me just say this. Obviously, this is the other thing that bugs me out, <laughs> and I'm sorry. I'm, it seems like I'm dumping on women, but this is the conversation we're having, right? I'm not dumping on women, but as men, you rarely hear a man say you're generalizing. Women say that shit all the time. So obviously I have to say I'm not talking to every woman out there. Please don't take this. But if the shoe fits, fucking order that shit off of what's the, what's the DSW? Order it. It's yours. <laughs> I do the same thing because men also be like, well, not all of us are the same. So I catch myself and be like, mm-hmm. well, not all as sure. well. It, I mean, it's it goes both ways. I mean, so, men do say that, but I, I don't think we scream it as loudly as women do. Like you're generalizing. I don't hear men saying shit like that that often. Not in comparison. Men- are usually bad communicators you know the society has our society especially american society has you know set it up in a way where men are just supposed to be the head of the household Mm -hmm. which has lost its meaning too like who knows what that means now right and has to be like the caretaker and Mm -hmm. all that the protector Mm -hmm. but then it's like you know that that's all you you you're not supposed to opinionate about anything, right? Nothing. We I say this all the time. We're emotionless, <laughs> and dick it's crazy. Carriers. And I hate that. Yeah, we Listen, are emotionless dick carriers. That's it. I hate when I have to pull teeth. I hate it with yeah. a passion because I'm such a freaking open communicator. I hate right. when I have to ask the question four different other times to Me get too. an answer. I, I feel you. It's frustrating. <sighs> it's you know the women are uh, uh, the women that I have dealt with. Like seriously. The two other three, this one is actually really good at this, oddly enough. And she's 25. She's the youngest. Well, I guess at the time she was 25 too. But like the communicator was always me. They were very shut down. It's always, uh, if you don't know, then I'm not telling you. Like, well, fuck no. you then. I'm not here for that. Or we'll talk about this later. So all you're going to do is have me sit there and think of shit. And by the time we talk, my defenses are up. We're not getting anywhere. And your anxiety too. Of course. You know? But I feel you on that. But you know what the other thing is, though? Kevin Samuels kind of proved this. And not even just Kevin Samuel. I don't want to just make it solely about him, even though he's the big name of the week. I look at a lot of the content, the man-centered content. It's not even about the delivery. Women just don't want to hear that shit. And it's like, at this, again, I'm not generalizing, not all women, but like, they say we're bad communicators, but when we communicate, you say we're toxic, you say we're shitty, we say we're this, you don't listen, you don't, well, that's not true, or get over it, be a man, like, so what's the fucking point of me telling you shit if you're not going to listen to it? And the way I look at this is like, people want to say, like, men just inherently hate women, and I think they're 
there is some truth to that to an extent. I'm not gonna lie. And I think it goes both ways. I think we just naturally, for whatever reason, we just have this thing about us. But if you have all of these men screaming the same thing, don't you think maybe you should fucking listen? Maybe there's something there. And that's you know what. And to add to that, that's what I liked about Kevin Samuels, actually. Mm-hmm. He goes, you're getting information from a man. Yes. And Let's I was like, say you that know again, what? Please. Fuck. You're if getting could, the information from a man. I would from a man. and make that my intro. Like, honestly, like, that's one of the things I was like, you know what? He's actually right. I don't like the dude. A lot of the things that he, he says, I don't like. But I got to agree. This is what I'm saying. That's like the code. It's like, yo, you want to know? What it is that got that you're still single? This yeah. is what it is. Check and yourself. He's giving you the blueprint. This is the. He shit. really is. He was. Yeah. He, he's he really was you the doing game it. Plan. A lot of one, a lot of these dudes are like fresh and fit. They're different. Fucking dude. They're wild. But like, I've been preach like um, mediocre tutorials and reviews. Like a lot of these guys, um, roommates, they're giving you the blueprint because and and and, and it frustrates me because it's like. Women say, I want truth all the time, no matter what. No, the fuck you don't. Shut the fuck up. We can't handle it. No, you don't want that. We cannot handle it. Same way I say, if you ask me, and I tell any girl I date, if you put on some dress and you ask me if you look fat in it, don't look fat in it, because I'm going to tell you. You want the fucking truth? You get the truth. (laughs) Yeah. And don't get mad at me later, because I said that. I'm not going to ask you if my forehead looks big today. Yes, the shit look big today. (laughs) Always. Yeah, fuck you. See, but I'm not even mad at that. Cause I, but see, the thing is, like, I opened, I opened up myself for that. I'm not mad because you said that. All right, cool. Yes, I got my dad's forehead. It's a banger. You know what I'm saying? But I'm 40 with a hairline, so fuck you, motherfucker. Out there, yo. But like, to me, it's like they're giving the game plan and they're giving you the inside track. But you'd rather hear some lady tell you what men want. Are you gonna listen to a nurse tell you what a lawyer thinks before he goes to trial? Absolutely not. So why is this different? It's the whole narrative, to be honest. Right. It's like, you know, women were always vocal about men did this, men did you can that. Be. Right. You can dump on a man forever. Nobody cares. You can talk about a short man. You can talk about a bald man. You can talk about a broke man. I think there was um, a video, right, that went viral uh, of like women. Wasn't it Fresh and Fit with those fat women? No, that was, um, I forgot the name of those dudes. And they were talking about, don't say fat. Be careful. Okay. Um, <laughs> plus size women. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah, they were talking. Is that the one where they were talking about like short men and they just yes. shitted on short men? Yes. Come on. But that's okay. That's okay to say that. It's okay to say Sidebar. you slap the shit out of a man. <laughs> Sidebar. Talking about short. And this is our joke now with my boyfriend and I. I wore heels the whole entire time that I was at the resort mm-hmm. at my cousin's wedding. So. <laughs> Seems uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this whole time this motherfucker was 5'4". Your boyfriend? Yeah. How tall is he? He's 5'10". Okay. That's a good So idea. no. The thing is, because I'm 5'4", I always wear like six inch heels. So we're like. Really? Right yeah. That seems impossible to walk in. So, yeah, the whole time I thought, damn, he's short. So I'm nitpicking at him because, you know. Wait, this that's the first time you met him, right? Yeah. Okay, okay. I'm trying to just paint the scene. Yeah, but, you know, you're in vacation mode. You're going to see people at the resort and bump and bump into each other, whatever, sure. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So fast forward, I come back from Mexico. I stood a whole on another week. Because I went to Mexico City with my family, but we were still hitting each other up throughout right. the whole vacation. You and this guy. Yeah. Let's call him. Um, oh, we could call him O. That's my my boyfriend. Oh, oh his name yeah. Is Alfred. Oh, so, Alfred. <laughs> no, Alfred. Anyway, so fast forward, he's on me. He's like, "Yo, we we have to go on our first date." I was like, mm, "Maybe." Don't. I don't know. And I told him straight up. I was like, "Yo, 
There's a roster. Straight up. There's a roster? You told him that? Straight up. I respect it. That's cool. Because, you know, I don't want to be like, first of all, you know, we have mutual people that we've we met, right? Yeah. So I don't know. You don't know who talks about what or whatever. And I don't, I don't like to lie. So the thing is with me, I was like, I'm not going to sit here and be like holier than thou. Like, no, not me. I'm not going to do that. No, no. I'm going to keep it a buck with you. Do and I- if you don't like it, you know what? Kick rocks. And that's how it should be on both sides of the aisle. Period. Yeah. So I told him, yo, you, all right, but just know you got yeah. you got competition. Right. Period. Which he really doesn't right. have to be said to men, but I think it should be said to men because we have egos. No, because, you know, I always was like, nah, nah, nah. Now I was like, I didn't give a fuck at this point. Mm-hmm. So he was with it. He was like, oh, word? Okay. Consistency Fire. from the jump. Let me Love tell it. you. Ladies, take a lesson from that. Now, if Kevin Samuel said it's the exact same thing, he'd be an asshole, but please keep going. Consistency from the jump. So first date, he planned everything out. He knew I was allergic to gluten. He knew I like cigars. Paid attention. Oh, you bought me some fire shit too. Oh, yeah. That shit later. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we went to a restaurant. And, mm-hmm. you know, at that point, you needed um you needed to be vaccinated. So yeah. we actually went out to like New Rochelle. Where they weren't vaccinated, like they weren't asking for vax cards really? or anything. Yeah. And literally 80% of the menu, I have never seen this before, mm-hmm. was gluten free. And I was like, Whoa, he did his research. I was like, wow. Shout out to Homeboy. Wow. That yeah. made my little, you know, you know, yeah. when <laughs> the women say that, you know, we have a little thing just, you know, yeah. <laughs> that little thing on your pussy. Yeah. That was like that little <laughs> palpitation in the pussy. I was like, Who? He paid attention. Nice. Then it was a phenomenal date. Then um, shout he... to my man Alfred. Oh, not Alfred. <laughs> no, I'm calling nigga Alfred. MC Alfred. Alfred Wibersham. <laughs> uh, I'm Batman then, I guess. That <laughs> would make Batman gay, right? Whatever. Anyway, continue. He might anyway. be in 2022. <laughs> um, wait, 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 wait. How would a Batman? How would a gay Batman swing through the city? Like, I'm just curious, like, how would it look? <laughs> She's stupid. <laughs> listen, if you think I'm homophobic, go listen to my episodes with Ira and Deshaun. Shut the fuck up. Anyway, um, there's <laughs> a second part of the day. <laughs> how would he put his cape on? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah, so <laughs> you went to So the second part of the day. We actually went to a cigar lounge. Oh, he's fucking on point, bro. I was like, yo. I was like, that's it. That's it. I mean, the 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 thing that took everything was yeah. um Christmas. Christmas Day. Okay. I don't celebrate Christmas Day. As you know, Latinos celebrate on the 24th. I yeah. usually have my children on the 24th. The 25th, usually my children go with their father. Mm-hmm. We do that every year. And, you know, what do I do Christmas Day? I just eat leftovers and watch Christmas shows. Yeah. Hallmark movies, usually. That's like oh, my little indulgent the, the, the KFC thing. one with Mario Lopez? KFC. You didn't see that one? Where no. Mario Lopez no, was, no, no, was, no, was in the one. Christmas movie as the colonel? No. Are you serious? Keep yes. going. We'll get back to that. Keep okay, yeah, I need to see that, that shit. shit. That's where Mario Lopez came from. I saw a picture. <laughs> <laughs> Real talk. So, yeah, he did his homework. And then, you know, uh, Christmas Day, he was like, you're never going to spend a Christmas by yourself. I was like, what are you talking about? Dope. Like, it's not a big deal. Right. But he made it a big deal. And he made it his business to actually spend Christmas with me. That's fine. And I was like, yo, you know what? Actually, that day, 
he set everything up. I'm not going to go into thing because, you know, I'm very private. Mm-hmm. He set something up in the city and everything else very nice. And I went into his car and I told him. It hit me. I was like, yo, I cut everybody off. Dope. You are my Steph Curry. I found my point, point guard. What does that mean? That's it. Everybody in the roster is out. So why can't you be Damian Lillard? Nah, I like Steph Curry. Because he's light skin. No, because <laughs> he's that dude. This guy is that dude. Like oh, Damian Lillard, that dude. Though. But anyway, um, my my wife can cheat on me with Damian Lillard. I'm just playing. I'm not with that. But <laughs> no, that that's actually dope. You know, before we get into this, the movie's called Recipe for Seduction, what? and it is. I'm gonna show you the picture. Get out of here. No, it's real talk. Ladies and gentlemen, look up Recipe for Seduction. With he's Mario KFC. Lopez. He's the Colonel. Yeah, it's called Recipe for Seduction. Mario like Lopez porn. is Colonel Sanders. I kid you Yo, not. It was on Lifetime. Shut up. It was on Lifetime. <laughs> you never saw this shit before? <laughs> Yo, I've actually never watched it, yo. Like, we should bring, you should bring your dude. I bring wifey and we'll fucking watch this shit, yo. Because she'll, she'll enjoy this. Like, legitimate. Like, Lifetime original mini movie presented by yo. Kentucky Fried Chicken. Mario Lopez is Colonel Sanders. <laughs> it's called The Recipe for Seduction. Let me see the tagline. We all have our secrets. His just yeah. happens to be a recipe for seduction. <laughs> he looks like a 27-year-old, 70-year-old Spanish teacher. <laughs> he looks like that guy from This Is Us, Miguel. I never saw that, but I'm going to look him up, yo. That's why I'm cracking up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, oh hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. You know what? Fuck it. Let's look up on... Um, before we get back into that, please remember where we left off. Miguel, This Is Us. <laughs> no, no, that's Shut not up. where we left off, nigga. Like we were talking about um <laughs> Um Oh, him paying attention. Consistency, yeah. Yeah, yeah, hold up. Before we get to the serious stuff, like this is important. So I'm gonna look up the plot for as the holidays draw near, a young heiress contends with the wait, let me get in my <clears throat> voice. Yeah, go go ahead. No, I don't have a voice, yo. You heard when I tried to do like a British accent two weeks ago? It was terrible. No. All right. As the holidays draw near, a young heiress contends with the affections of a suitor who has been handpicked by her mother. When a handsome chef arrives with a secret recipe in a dream, he sets in motion a series of events that unravels her plans. I'm with it. This shit got a 4.6 on IMDb and a 70% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is good enough for me. I'm watching this shit. This might be my next Christmas movie. Word up. So, Recipe for Seduction, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, starring Mario Lopez. I think I'm drunk off of that fucking plum shit. A little bit. I think it's the mix. You, y'all, yeah, he's having freaking plum wine sake and like some white whiskey. Oh no, whiskey? No, what is it? Yeah, white, white whiskey? whiskey. And I said, was it moonshine? He's like, no, white whiskey. I was like, Bruh. so I told her the story, and I'm gonna tell you guys the story before we get back to this. I'm, I'm, I'm just a, I'm, I'm a nice guy, right? And for a man that some of you say hates women, you know, here you go. So I went to the liquor store today really to buy some wine for, I have a wine rack that is bare. There's nothing in there and it's been bare for about six, seven months. I'm like, fuck it, let me just buy some wine racks or whatever. So I go into the restaurant and I live in the Bronx. So, you know, usually when they have people there giving samples of new alcohol, it's usually usually some like big titty European or Spanish chick. And there's a crowd of just men around there. I go in there today and there's this young, kind of chunky uh, black girl. Very cute. Very pretty girl. But like, you know, nobody's there. She's asking people, do you want to buy something? Nobody is buying shit from this girl. So I go in there and she adds, I go in there to buy, you know what I'm saying, like some little wine and shit. I didn't buy the wine. I'm trying to be very frugal right now. But she's like, you know, try this out. 
And it was decent. It was cool. It's called Kansas White Whiskey. White Whiskey. And I bought it off her. And now I'm just doing an experiment to see if my belly is fat or water weight. Because if I drink this shit, I'm going to pee it all out. All of it. We'll see in the morning if I'm shredded. Mm, that's interesting. But anyway, back to what you were saying about <clears throat> um, go see Recipe for Seduction, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, so and watch it without subtitles and be high and have chicken with you. Pretty dope. I haven't seen it yet myself, actually. <laughs> that sounds like a dope idea, though, right? It does. You, you thought it was fake. It's real shit. Oh, shit, yeah. On Lifetime. Anyway, so what you said right there was interesting to me. I've told this story before on this episode, which is why I think I'm so just scarred from the dating thing. He paid attention, right? <laughs> to a T almost. Let me tell you something. And yeah. the, the most important thing was I told him once, once, mm. ladies, once, I love flowers. Supposedly. Told him once I love flowers. He made it a point that each and every date that we went on, mm-hmm. he brought me freaking flowers. Yeah, Till this right? day, every week, he brings me flowers. And that's adult shit right there. And this is what Kevin Samuel would say that. He said that one time. He said, listen to your partner, you know. But what I think got people mad was like, make sure she is worth that attention. Because she has to make sure that she's up to part two. There's a thing where women seem to, some some women, excuse me, exactly, make my words very precise. Some women think that they're just entitled to a whole bunch of shit. And he said, make sure she's on that level. Because I have had, and I've told this before, I went out with some ladies and one of the ladies said, she's a little, she's not even that much older, but she has a very old school mentality. She's a um, Dominican lady, right? She's like, I went on a blind date. The guy showed up with a bouquet of 12 flowers and, and whatever, first date. And I'm like, why? Like, he doesn't know you. He doesn't know if you're worth that. And if he did that for you, he did that for everybody else. She's not special. She was like, no, it showed me that he's a different type of man. Like, that's a real man to me. And then my other friend. Um, homegirl was like, yeah, I agree with her. Because I said, that's a sucking nigga. Like, that's a dude that don't have nothing else to offer. He's trying to big him. He's trying to catch you and think he's the greatest guy ever because he may not have anything else to offer. I'm showing up with myself. I'm not bringing you shit the first date. I'm sorry. <laughs> Unless it's like we've been talking for a while on the dating apps and I noticed something that you like and it might be like a little icebreak or something smooth like that. I'll do that. But this was in the 90s. That wasn't existent. Um, the other girl chimed in and said, yeah. When I went out with my boyfriend the first date, he picked me up in his BMW. We went out. He took me to a $100 a plate dinner, and we've been together since. And I said, notice you said nothing about him. You mentioned everything he did for you. I'm not mm. going to be that guy. So it's like it, there's almost like an expectance of this. But I was shocked when I – there was a girl that I met on Hinge that I had an interest in, and she told me what she liked. She liked Thai food. She liked to drink, live music. She loved comedy. So I hit up Chris. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, this girl seemed a little different to me. So I'm like, I'm going to put the effort in here. We never met. Um, so I hit up Chris. I'm like, are you doing any shows? Like, let yep. me know. I'll come through. And if you don't know, let me know what's going on in the village. I got us um, uh, reservations at this really dope tie spot around there. And I was like, we can go to the comedy club, tie spot. We can go to Blue Note. There's live music there. We can just walk around and drink. And she said, well, damn, you just took over everything. And then she blocked me on everything. Wow. That's the shit that's out here. Now, I went on Hinge recently. This was about two years ago. I went on Hinge about four or five months ago. Maybe a little more recent than that because I was trying to get an idea for a show that I was trying to do. And who did I see still on there but her? Hmm. And now she's like 33 now. Like, you know, whatever. That's a fine age. But like, are you going to be there on 35? Like, how many other niggas putting in the effort to pay attention to you? And you said, I'm taking over. Or I've also told the story of a girl that I went out with and I opened a car door for her. And she said, you're doing the most. 
Huh? And the fucked up thing is, like, me mentioning that story, some woman will turn around and say, oh, that's her trauma. Figure it out. Why the fuck do I have to figure out her trauma? Fuck out of here. Like, why do I always have to be the one responsible for what she does? Like, and maybe it did come from something, but, like, Kevin's trying to tell you this is the blueprint. Like, he's telling us to do things like that. Pay attention. Listen to her. But it doesn't fucking... it's oh god i'm never dating again <laughs> like i'm not doing same, it bro. same i mean listen it's crazy out there but you know it, it just goes to show and it's true you know when they say the, those memes around social media like if he wants to he will he most will. definitely 100%. let me tell you something like 100 percent. but you have to be receptive to it too yes and there's a limit because you can't if he wants to he will you can't have him Keep going. You pulling it. You pulling the goalpost back every time he does something. Bro, so you have that. to also reciprocate. I think that's yes. very important too. So what I did was mm-hmm. months later. I months set up later. Li- Why months? Not months. Let me see. This happened. This happened when January. I think this happened in for February. I think. Is it February or March? We oh. went okay. Anyway, February or March or something like that. I don't know when it was. Let's go with March. That's my grandfather's birthday. So. I think it was in March that we went to Jersey. Birthday so <clears throat> I set up this whole thing. He didn't know it was a surprise. I drove. Mm. I actually took over the whole thing. Dope. I told him, "Hey, are you available this day? Mm-hmm. To this day, we're gonna sleep over somewhere." He's like, "What? Like somewhere mm. in Jersey? All right." So I got tickets to the Whiskey Fest. Oh, what's that? Why you ain't tell me about Jersey? That? I this Yo, you. Why you ain't tell dope. me? No, I don't you. want to hear about this shit. No, now I feel away. It's this whole little right like small conference room, like you know, it's a big. Yeah, it was it was pretty big. They had tables and vendors and stuff like that, food, but they had mostly whiskey, whiskey fest, and yeah, spirits. About that, I feel away. Yo, they had gin too, and they had um <laughs> tequila. Gin tastes like earwax. Nah, they had like this freaking drink. It yeah. was like the bee's knees with like some other that. shit. Yeah. Yeah, we we kept on no, it's honey, but she did like some other like fruit or something like that for it. That sounds good. Oh, it was fucking amazing. I kept going over there. I'm we got lit, and morning. they had a cigar one. So we were outside drinking whiskey, smoking cigars. You know what I mean? And I got us tickets for that, and I booked the hotel. I knew that he liked views of the water. Mm. Yo, he tell he told me he that calms him down. So I ended up booking a hotel in Jersey. That was by the water, waterfront. Ladies, are you listening to this? Listen. And, you know, I paid for it. Yeah. So I was like, nah. And I drove. I was like, nah, I'm driving. I'm, I'm taking over the whole shit. He was like, what? I was like, hell yeah. I was like, you deserve it. You did it for me without even you even knowing me now that we're together and we're official. You know, if I yeah, can, I will. reciprocate. And he was like, you know, he had a glow to him that day. Is wild, though. What? He had a glow. He had a glow to him that day. Like it's it's so it's so awesome that you you gave that back. And I'm not to say women don't do that. I've met women that do do things like that. So it's nice. But some you have this party of people that would look at that as being a simp or the other way. Absolutely not. And I also what he works for sanitation, so I know that he was getting banged out when we when had all the snowstorm. And Chill he had a. That. We were that. So I have something. <laughs> I have like a, a subscription service for massages. It's called Zeal. Okay. So every month. We don't do free advertisements here. Yeah, well, yeah. It's <laughs> we'll 60 minutes. You know, they come to your house. Cool. 
they come with the massage um, chair, all that shit, like whatever the bed, yeah, they yeah. put it in the middle of the living room and all that. Okay. So it was my turn to have another like massage for that month. So I gave my massage to him. Dope. I cooked us a meal and I told him, hey, I got a surprise for you. Mm-hmm. He thought it was a threesome. I was like, what? I mean, <laughs> I, he didn't. I mean, I'm only kidding. He didn't think it was a threesome. Oh, I mean, you know, that's a man's dream. <laughs> But when the, the masseuse came, he was like, what? I was like, that's for you. Because I know you've been working hard. And you worked for, like, that That week he worked, like, six days, I think, or seven days. Like, yeah. back to back to back. I was like, I felt so bad. He was like, yo, my, he was telling me, like, yo, my back hurts. I was like, you know yo, what? Yo, you're paying attention. Yo, this, listen. I was ladies, like, you know what? Please listen to this because. He needs this more than me this yo, week. Yo, if a man said this, it'd be like, oh, you just want me to be submissive to him. Like, yo, I love being submissive, bro. actually, for the right one. And I said that on the last episode. Yeah, and right him one. and I, let me tell you, he went from a relationship where he didn't have, you know, how can I say this? His relationship in the past when he was married, he he didn't have oh, that alpha role. Married. I actually didn't know he was married before. Huh? I didn't know he was married. Yeah, cool. yeah. Nice. That's why we nice. we click. Cool. Yeah, he yeah. has children. He was married before. I have children. I was married before. So okay. we, we understand the dynamic yeah. of like being married to the wrong people mm-hmm. and <laughs> shit going left. Mm-hmm. So he was never in his like alpha male thing. Like, but with me, I because I I understand the dynamic and I feel like a man needs to be a man. Um That's a bad word nowadays. You know, um, I let him take the lead, That's and dope. you know what? See, it, when you took the lead as well, it was like we like like we like like it goes back to what I said earlier about us. Not to cut you off, but it's like while I have the thought in my head, we're not soulless dick carriers. We want to be, we want nice things said about us too. We want things done for us as well. Yeah, and everything you're telling me is like I I can think of literally. As you're telling me this, four or five different ladies that I know who are great, great girls. I'm not trying to shit on them. and I'm not going to say their names, obviously. That would never do that. They would never do some shit like that. Like, you have to flower like, your own garden. What is he doing for me? And it's like, come on, yo. You got to flower it. Because if you don't, somebody else is going to come and flower yeah, your garden. You, and this, and, you <laughs> and know it's always I, the ugly think, bitches. You talking about ugly bitches? Yeah. You see a fly-ass... Fly I was just talking about this to my boyfriend the other day. It was mm. like, you see a fly-ass dude with an ugly girl. Mm-hmm. Why? Because ugly girls do the most. But it's well, not that ugly like girls... Ugly fat dudes do the most with their women too, eh? I don't know. But <laughs> ugly girls do the most, supposedly. But it's because... The ugly girl is doing what she needs to do mm-hmm. and to make them feel good. But they got to work harder, right? That's how I hear like short men go the extra mile. I've heard that from a couple oh, of Oh, I don't lately. know. Well, yeah, that's a different conversation. But like with women, I've heard women say that oh, many times as well. But what you did there is like, like for me, like I knew, like with, with, with this one, I had with this girl that I'm dealing with now. I had a situation where I was working wild, like, and I was planning on taking a contract job. So I would have been working six days a week. You know, it ended up falling through, but, you know, I worked 12, 13 hour shifts. So that's a full day. And who knows mm. what I'm walking into in the hospital. Right. And I was like, you know, I, I try not to buy any outside food, you know, because I try to eat some type of healthy and it's expensive. And I was like, damn, I don't got the time to cook. And, you know, my, my lady works at my job, but she works a different shift. And I was getting off of work and she said, yo, check the fridge. And she, whole fucking bag of food in there for me. I'm like, this is how it should be. And like, even when I first met her, I was telling my friend Anna about little things that she did. And then Anna at this time was dating somebody 
And Anna had a moment of clarity and she said, you know what, but that's the minimum. Like that's why, why do we have to make things, not this particular situation I'm talking about, but like other things that I was telling Anna about this girl. Anna was like, yo, that's great. But like, why are we so surprised when we get that? This is how it should be. And I thought about Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Like, Damn, you're right. You it's a bare like, minimum. But I feel like people are so damaged and people are so hurt that when the good comes, it's like, I got to be, I got to be like, oh God, I got to push it away. And then all that does is make the dude or the lady that's trying to break down and show you the good side more frustrated. And then it's like, well, fuck it. I'm not trying. Yo, if I do go back out there, you better believe I ain't wasting my time being decent. I mean, I'm going to (laughs) not get out of pocket. Like I'm going to be who I am, but there will be no extra effort put in in anything, anything, (laughs) you know? So I don't know. So when I hear people getting angry at Kevin Samuel, and again, he says some wild shit, but I also see how people take things out of context. Or like I said yesterday, and this girl listens to the show and she's actually, she's very level headed. is not the word I'm looking for. Even if she disagrees, she'll have a conversation. She'll come very even kill. She won't wild out even if she disagrees. So I love talking with her, even though her and I disagree at times. But on my post yesterday, I said, RIP legend. And she said, he's not a legend. And I was like, why do you say that? And she's like, he spent his time insulting women the whole time. And I'm like, you missed the point. Like, that's not what he was doing. So they take little clips, and I saw this clip, and it said, oh, I'm going to bring it up now. Um, a friend of mine sent this to me. He said, Kevin Samuels, this is the whole thing. It says, someone said Kevin Samuels was trying to fix black, black relationships because he cared. Kevin Samuels once said black women are on the opposite spectrum of beauty. It just so happens that I remember this episode. Now, if anybody reads that one, Paul, what are you going to think he's talking about? Bashing women that... The African-American women are not pretty enough. Exactly. What he was talking about there was the attitude and the willingness or the lack of willingness to submit and always being combative, combative, which I don't think every black woman is. But I think but in this particular time when he said this on this particular episode, that was in the context of the conversation he just had with a woman who said, I am not doing this for any man. But you can take little clips like this. And people will form their narrative around that instead of doing the research, which is why I have little tolerance for people who want to talk about this man, but don't listen to the shit. This is how racism spread. This is how Nazism spread. Not the same level, obviously. But I'm going to tell you this, this, this. I'm going to show you one clip of a black dude robbing the store. And yeah, all black people do that. And they're racist. Like, come on, that shit don't make sense. Where's your fucking independence? That's why people are so easy to be sheep. You know? Not in this digital world, though. I don't know why people are are sheeple because you can find anything you want and that confirmation bias is and i'm guilty of it too i'm sure there's things that i've seen online that that strike me too and i'm like yeah this was meant for me to fill away because it was designed for my biases but i do the research i don't come out and talk about anything i don't try to get any other side of this is why when i have a topic that i'm not well versed in i have somebody that is talk to me i don't have to agree with you you don't have to like kevin samuel but dislike him based on information not off of hearsay and clips it's fucking stupid you know right like i I dislike him because of the whole single mom thing i think you know whatever but all in all i see what he was trying to do and you know i respect the guy for it because you know what it's not easy we need to break the narrative and sometimes you know even back then if we see all the greats that became greats right Mm -hmm. like um great what what do you mean greats like Mahatma Gandhi. Okay. Like oh, look him up. Though. Martin Luther King. 
Right. Like at that time they were chastised, but of now course. they're like heroes. Right. And oh yeah, we have people that to stand up for what we believed in. Mm-hmm. But at that point, they weren't. No, no, most of them were not. And even they were now, on. they try to tear them down, particularly Malcolm X and Martin Luther King, because right. they like white women. So, you <laughs> right. know, they were like, nah, fuck that. They like white women, blah, blah, blah. And my question to you is, what well, if you Coretta done- Scott King is not white. Well, they, they were saying, it, it could have been. They were saying that, you know, like most of these like political marriages, that was for the image. You know, mm. like supposedly Martin Luther King was very much in love with a white girl he went to college with or school oh. with. But he couldn't because that would look bad and it would. You know, you're the face of the black revolution, but you got a white wife. I did an episode about that. Yeah. You know, like, how can I be pro-black, but my girl is Filipino. Well, she wasn't my girl at the time, but like, whatever. But But my question to that is, what the fuck have you done for the empowerment of black people compared to them? Who the fuck are you to try to call them out? Because he like white pussy. And I get that part too. Like, you know, there are, I don't know, there's so many contradictions because like I always think of that show um, Scandal. Oh, like, yeah. it was always like, you know, the black man, they get here and they deal with the white girl. But when she was going after that white married man, oh, y'all was all for that shit, though. <laughs> you know no, I, I don't. I, I I was like, nah. It's a good they show. Not... It was a good show. It was a good show. But I was like, nah, that's not cool. I don't know. I, I just think he was a lot of people that are in this space. And there's a reason why I don't necessarily go into the manosphere shit, even though I do say certain things. I don't fully involve myself in it. A, because it's a wasted argument. People aren't listening. Like, I'm literally telling you the way to get in the house is to go through the second story window. And you're saying, oh, well, bring it to the first floor because that's where it should be. No, that's not where it is. I'm giving you the blueprint. But you're not trying to hear that because it goes against what you've been taught to think, which is, it's almost like the shut up and dribble, black man. It's like, shut up, do what you want to do. I mean, listen to what we want, do it, and that's it. Fuck your feelings. It's like, just shut and up. You and can't fight it. back because God forbid you have no. something else to say. And you know what? It's not even a, it's not even a black woman, black man thing. Like no. I'll actually. Hmm? It's not. No, it's not. It's a, it's a woman and men thing. I mm-hmm. think. It is. Definitely. And I was watching this. I'm going to play it for you guys right now. I was watching. It just happened. This wasn't even planned. I was watching the Joe Rogan special and Joe Rogan said something that was pretty interesting to me, and I'm going to play it now. Hold on one second. Play it. No, men are so gross, we fuck each other. <laughs> See, I say that, and no one gets mad. No men are like, bro, you're fucking generalizing massively. <laughs> Such a douchebag move to just criticize an entire gender. Men don't care, because... Because I'm one of you, and you know. Like, if I say guys jerk off to basketball games, you're like, some of us. <laughs> For sure. Right? But if I say anything, even remotely critical, about women, people will get really mad. Watch. I'm not going to go through his entire joke, because I don't. You know, watch the show. I don't want to take away from his business. But the joke really wasn't that funny. But he still brings um, like an observation of like, this isn't a black people thing. Like, why can't we talk, call women on their shit without being fucking ostracized? Is that the right word? Yeah. I'm going to look that up. Like, why is, is that? I'm asking you, why? Why can't we, for for a group of people who claim to always want the truth no matter what 
why can't we actually give you our truth? And I say that because people say the delivery of Kevin Samuels was a problem, but I still see people under Abbott and Preach talking shit, and they're very calm. I see people under MTK, Mediocre Tutorial and Reviews, MTR. What's the problem? It's not normal. You're going against the grain, against what society always abides by. So for now, you're breaking it, and you're going a different way with it. It's like, nah. But how do you get better? Or how do you... Like, as women, we, yeah, we could talk about a guy's penis. We could talk about a guy's height. But as soon as a man Hella. goes, yo, I don't like you because you have a fupa. Or, Oof. you know, your your titties are, like, low, hanging low. And mm-hmm. I want some, you know, 20-year-old titties instead of 55-year-old titties. <laughs> it's the truth. Like, yeah. I, like I said, I was a fly on the wall. I would hear guys be like, yo, I would hit, but... I wouldn't wife because, yeah. you know, whatever, yeah. whatever. Okay. Yeah. yeah whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But it's true. I mean, and I've heard this time and time again, too, when Kevin Samuel said it straight up. He's like, yo, men, we're physical creatures. You guys like to look at what you have. You know, mm-hmm. you guys fall in love through the eyes first. Yes. So you want a girl with a tight body. You want a girl that has like, you know, right. that's why they I go mean, out with the 20-something-year-olds. Yeah. Right. Right. So I get it. I get that. But, you know, it's the whole, you know, uh, women have to be like loved for who they are, not for the body because the body changes. And I even asked you that question, like what's Mm going to happen when, you know, you have a wife and she Mm -hmm. has a fupa, like Mm -hmm. you're going to just throw her away because you got a fupa now? Like No. But see, to answer that though, it's like, I understand. So we're not. I'm not talking about women who have like actual condition, like thyroid issues. Men have too, but like any remove any actual real health situation. And you're just big because you're lazy. I, I can't, I'm not accepting that. That's unacceptable for me because I work three thousand hours a week and I'm still in the gym three four days a week. What's your excuse? You don't got to be a gym nut. You don't even got to be in the gym, but take care of yourself. If I come from the gym after working a 13-hour shift and I go to the gym and I come home and there's McDonald's on the floor and you laying on the couch and your belly's falling out from under your bed, I, I mean, under your shirt, I'm not attracted to that. And this is what he was telling you. That's not attractive to me. You know, like, why for, it, while at the same time, the girl up the block that's five years younger than you, she's on point. And she's attracted to me. I have options. This is the thing. I think the realization that you guys are not the only game in town. I have a hell of a lot. The ugliest dude now has a hell of a lot of options because of dating apps. You got to step your shit up. And now it's like he was telling you, step your shit up. Like, this is a new world. This isn't the world where, you know, you you can just get whatever you want because you are the only game in town or we're expected to go out to you. Fuck that. That's out the window now. Like put up and shut up and that's it. Right. And for me, and this is for me personally, like I don't want to, like, so if, if my girlfriend got an accident and she blew up, I'm never, I'm never leaving her for that. Like that's my queen. We're there. We'll work through it. You have a baby. Cool. But if that baby's 12 and you're still fat talking about baby weight, fuck you. I'm not here for that. You know, and again, it's like if something happened where your body really did change and you can't, that's totally different. I'm not going nowhere. I'm here with you. I'm 100 percent try to support you. But if you don't want to put the work in and you know, that's what I'm attracted to. You don't have to be a gym head, but I want you to put some effort in and you don't. Why am I wrong for not wanting that anymore? It's like if I don't do my part, you can leave me and say that. That's fine. 
Oh, he wasn't providing this. That's okay. Right. Well, he wasn't providing this for me. Side know? note, though, I have a thyroid issue. I have hypothyroidism. Mm-hmm. So if people out there don't know what that is. That's a thyroid. There's two types of thyroid conditions. There's hypo and hyper. So a hyper is the one that makes you super, super skinny and really hyper. Then the hypo is the one that makes you sluggish and mm-hmm. fat. Mm-hmm. So I was diagnosed around 20, 21 Which years old. Which one do you have? Yeah. Which one? Hy- hypo. Hypo. So that's the one that makes you thicker. Yeah. yeah. It took me two years to lose 40 pounds mm. the natural way. So and things don't hang after right. the two kids. Right. You know, I was going through a divorce. Yeah. But what did I do? I told my babysitter at the time, hey, when the kids are in bed, mm-hmm. make sure you're just there in the living room sitting down mm-hmm. waiting for me. But I'm going to the gym. I was doing That's one hour. Hey, but you did that for you, too. I did that for me, too, because I needed to clear my head. It's sure. a thing that I have for myself where sure. the gym helps me it's yeah. therapeutic for me right that's why you know i love when the rocks you know it, it doesn't matter where he is he has like his iron paradise yeah and you piece. could understand that like that's his piece yeah that's right. his piece but that's dope that you did that and again this isn't this is my situation every some dudes don't care if you are uh, overweight they like that that's but fine. what i'm saying is even with me and all those things i still found a way Right. To lose the weight. Right. And the thing is, like, if I'm telling you this is what I'm attracted to, what's the problem? If I tell you that I like this meal, right? It's the one thing I like. I like this. Why not learn how to cook it? Why right. not? Same way as you expect me to learn your favorite this, this, and this, and understand when you're going through this, why can't that be the other way? And it's like, I think a lot of times, and probably people, anybody listening to this thing, I just spent this whole episode dumping on women, know. The problem is I can't sugarcoat shit because sugarcoated shit doesn't get listened to. No. It doesn't. It doesn't. I have to tell you straight up. But the problem is you're you're hearing this as an attack. There's no attack here. I'm literally laying out the game plan for you. And it's like you can't I can't even say like women laying out the game plan get met with better reception because, you know, I love this lady, Apollonia Ponti. Oh yeah. She gives you from a woman's perspective certain things. Right. And women kill her for that. I'm like what the fuck do you want, bro? <laughs> you know, like I'm giving you the key to the car. Mm-hmm. You know, you just mad because it's a different way to get in the car. You don't want to do that from what your mother taught you or whatever society taught you. It's frustrating, man. We actually are not used to the word no. Mm-mm, that's toxic. We don't, we're not used to the word no. I remember when I got out in the dating world and I was like, no. Like, what, me? Yeah. I wasn't used to that. I was like, shit, that shit humbled my ass. I was mm-hmm. like, fuck. But it made me also realize, like, what's more important? And, you know, all these trials and tribulations led me to one of the best men I've ever had in my life. Right. Period. And I, and I'm not saying that because I'm with him. But it's like, right. because, and- you, you know, it's like there's this is there's a saying that you have to do stuff that you never did mm-hmm. to get what you never had. Ooh, and that's like exactly that. what I did. I was very forthcoming to him. I said to him, the key points was like, look, you're not the only guy I'm talking to. Which I think is great. And I was like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'll give you a shot, but I don't know. Mm -hmm. Before, I used to be like, just no. And Mm -hmm. don't even give the person a shot, just out of assumption. But no, let me give him an opportunity. And I'm glad I did because he was different from everybody. Right. And you actually had to, you had to humble yourself too at some point. You had to. It was very humbling. Listen to certain things that he wanted. And this is the thing again, like the go, the, the, the blueprint is there. If you ladies listen to some of the things that I'm saying, your man is saying, a lot of these guys online are saying, pay attention. Like 
You're so afraid of the message. Like you're looking at the message like it's hate speech. Listen to the fucking message, yo. And, you know, the thing that, you know. I mean, people want to cater to love languages. This is it. This right. is like a blueprint to cater to people's love language. Right. So Kevin yeah. Samuels, even though I don't like him, he actually was like the blueprint to cater to a man's love language. Yes. A man's love language is, you know, through the eyes and through the stomach, right? Right. So he talks about that too. Like he, he does, you know, he, you should go out with somebody that looks good, but if she can't fucking cook you a decent meal, like mm-hmm. what the fuck are you going out with her for? Right. Like she's just good to... Right. To fuck a couple of times. Well, that's that's like a lost art there. Like I told you, I I, for most of the women that I have ran into and dated, most of them couldn't burn anything. And that may not be I spoke with somebody about it before and it's like, yeah, but I work now and I do all this. I have two kids. Mm. I work. You saying this, they're gonna say that you're fucking you're you're what's the word? A pick me? Whatever that's called. You're you're indoctrinated by the main code and all No, I'm not. I'm definitely saying. not. Because when we get shitted on for wanting to be like taking care of the kids and doing, and I forgot the word, housewives, like that's beneath, you know, like little housewives, like home with the kids. and I, I'm That's a that big, up, that's a hell of a job. Because I don't want to fuck that up. I'm sorry. Let me um restrict that. Take that from the record. Because actually, there's a point I wanted to make there and I couldn't think of it. So remove that. Okay, but, we'll remove it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remove that. Because there, there was an actual point that I can't fuck remember. Fuck. Fuck. No, okay. I forgot to. Is right? this fucking plum shit you fucking gave me? <laughs> That's not the fucking. But um, yo, I like catering to my man. Why not? But because but you got to give that to a dude that deserves it, and will also right. And that's and I tell my boyfriend and I speak about this all the time. It's like you know, some people take different aspects out of you to do stuff, sure. and he just does that. It's right. like. I don't mind catering to him because he's doing the same thing. He's catering to my love language. Right. So why can I not it's reciprocate? It's a team effort. Oh. It's a give and take because yeah. you know what? You can't keep pouring out of your cup to somebody else because when you run dry, this mm-hmm. is why, you know, when Kevin Samuels also said like women usually are the ones to leave the marriage. And it's true because mm-hmm. I was, I, I'm an example of that. Mm-hmm. I left my marriage, but it's because that communication part where, you know, you're pouring your cup out to your man. And you're not telling your man, yo, you're not doing the same for me. And then you just grow resentful instead of communicating in a healthy way. Right. Then it becomes like, oh, she has an attitude all the time and this and that. And she's withholding sex. And, you know, a lot of times when you withhold sex, Mm. you know, shit happens. He goes out with the bar with the guys, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. A lot of women don't give a fuck that you're married. That's losses power a lot. Well, I'm not going to give you any. Because I was watching an episode of Martin. <laughs> yeah. And Gina was like, you're going to be sleeping by yourself. And Martin was upset. And I'm like, I wonder if that would work as strongly today. Would a woman even use it as a threat knowing the nigga got 40 chicks in his DM? Or the girl at work? Because pussy is un... Like, I know dick is always been easy to get for women. Nah, pussy is... Pussy is... There's a lot of women that don't give a fuck. Easy to get now, No, no, right? no. Now the younger girls um pri- take pride in being the side chick. Yeah. Yeah, and even that in itself, like for me, I'm all about explore yourself sexually. Have a whole phase, live your life, do what you got to do, but no shit comes with that. And when that comes with that, don't blame nobody else. You made that choice, right? You know, and um, yeah, I know, I know, trust me, I know a lot of women are down to be the side chick, and that's fine. Like, listen, I'm not, whatever you want to do, this is your decision. But when that man does not leave his girl for you, don't get mad. You took the position. And karma too. When you have a man 
You took the right, exactly. Boom. All of this shit comes back and forth. But see, people don't believe in that because it doesn't fit their narrative unless it fits their narrative, you know. But um, kind of life humbles you though and gives you that karma. <laughs> yeah, I mean, life is life, right? You know, like I haven't been perfect throughout my my life, you know, and certain things have made me realize, like, holy shit, that probably wasn't the best choice. None of know? us are perfect. I mean, that's what we're designed yeah. with free will, right? We have to learn from our mistakes. I mean, if we didn't have any mistakes, how can we grow? Like I had to go through yeah. all the trials and tri- tribulations, like I was stating before, because I needed to just then, sh- like, how can I sift out, like, the stuff that was important? Yeah. So because I saw the key points of what, when I was dating my boyfriend, what he was doing, the consistency was like number one, and mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? This is why now I know this is the person that I want right. to be with because he's doing the stuff that I need him to do for, sure. for me that makes me feel good. Yeah. But see, I feel bad for women because you do have niggas that do that until they get what they want. Then they out. So it is Yeah, hard. that's like, the, that I have a lot of trauma. Sure. He knows that he's of like, course. you know, I, I told him straight up. I was like, listen, I'm yeah. not an easy person to deal with. I'm a really good yeah. person, but I'm not, yeah, I'm not easy because I've, I've, I have a lot of trauma. Sure. And I, I've, I've said it's not easy being a woman. So this is the thing. I can say that. You don't hear that coming the other way. It's not easy being a man dating in this world either. It's very hard. You know, it's very difficult. I have to, whatever, that's not the episode, but there's a lot that I have to bring, you know, and it's very difficult and it's very difficult being a woman because you don't know who's genuine and who's really doing this for their Same with women. Like, there's a lot of fuck women out here that do hmm. shit. I'm bored, so I'm going to take this nigga out and like, have him take me out $20 dinner. But, you know, what's funny is, and I had that mentality, Kevin Samuel said, all you dudes out there, and you put up a middle finger to him, that's on you. Ask better questions. Find out about the girl before you go out. Accountability. You know, I feel like if there was a horror movie, the scariest movie to come out that maybe Jordan um, Peele should do, it's called The Accountability Monster. And just chase men and women around who don't take accountability for what they do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That'd be, you know, that would be a crazy horror movie. But They should hire what? the cameraman for Maury. Yeah, word, Exactly. <laughs> But you know what though? Guess who will probably be more offended by that movie than the other team? I'm just saying, <laughs> you know. So even like little things like that, like um, I think about just how easy it is, because this is new. This isn't new. This has been building for a while. I looked something up. There was an article in 2003 talking about the emasculation of women and of men in sitcoms. Why is it always the man character that has to be fixed by the woman? Or you look at a commercial, dude don't even know how to put dishwashing liquid into the washing machine the woman has to fix it you know like you see a lot of these things and i noticed that before and i read that and i found that interesting or they mentioned how imagine the roles reverse where whatever there's a couple no girl the woman says oh you wouldn't last a day without me and everybody laughs but turn that shit around and let the man say that how would that be received right why is that double standard there and Mm -hmm. this is the system that i hate i don't dislike women except in the dating world I hate this system of lack of accountability and hypocrisy. That goes both ways. But again, I say all the time, I don't date balls. I like vagina. So I can only deal with vagina holders, not penis holders. Right. So I don't know. We can leave here. I don't know. You seem to get tired. No, I'm fine. All right. But we've been here for an hour and some change. Yeah. Do you want to keep going? What else do you want to say? I mean, there's nothing. I mean, what do you think? You think it was all over the place or you think we were on point? Oh, no, this is being recorded, so we're good. No, I know. I'm, I'm just, just asking saying. you, like, do you have any other... No, I mean, I think we, we hit I think we hit right? some good points. I mean, I'm sure I'm going to listen to this and be like, damn, we should have talked about this. But at the end of the day, this is a very 
I, I wanted to have you on, and I'm sure there's going to be some people that's going to be like, you know, and I hope you expect this and, and accept this. Oh, you just had on because she agreed with you. You didn't really agree with me. You said you didn't like the nigga. You know? <laughs> I didn't. But you, li- but you did the research to not like him. That's my only... Not the research to not like him. It, no, it kind of like... research to be able to say, I don't Keep like an open himself. mind and be like, right. you know what? I might not agree with everything that he has said about mm-hmm. women, but I can respect right. his opinion. Right. That's and it. That, and that's a heavy hat to wear. Like, I look at him, I'm like, I, got, I get so... I, I've removed myself from even listening to a lot of it because I get so triggered and anxious behind it. And I think, like, imagine being a man. Every time you, oh, just a person. Every time you go on live, you know half of the people there fucking hate your guts. And for the woman and the fucking dickless men, and I don't mind saying that, that are literally, like, in celebrating his death. What is wrong with you, bro? What is, what? Oh, you get what you deserve. What does that mean? And I bet most. And then of them they were be- saying that she, he was fucking like a plus size prostitute. That's his business. But then you know he was getting at women because you know. But see, they needed a- to be a certain way. But so see, here's the difference of what he says. He's not marrying her. He's fucking her. He talks about marriage. He's not talking about. That's what he says a lot of times. But then mm-hmm. like women say they got. I got all these men. He's like, no, you have men that will fuck you. How many are going to marry you? There's hmm. a big difference. Yeah. Very big difference. I think I saw that the other day that um, on social media, like women can pick the man, but the man is the one that who, who picks who he wants to marry. No, he says, something like he that. says women are the gateway to sex. Men are the gateway to marriage. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah. I, I read something like that too. Yeah. Kind of like the same. That's true. He, uh, that's accurate. I mean, yeah. But who go, who goes down on one knee? Right. Who gets the ring? I mean, yeah, usually. Exactly. So it's like that. um, Oh, nice. You got a good message. Sorry. But um, yeah, so he says that and it makes sense. But then people get mad at that. Or what's the thing? Accept me for me. I'm not doing that. I'm not accepting you for you. Now, there's things that's your core. That's you. Right. But if it's something that you can change or if I tell you, you would expect me to change things that I don't. That I do that you may not like. I okay, so that. let's get into it Put with that. Spot. Let's go. I'm sorry to interrupt. Let's nope. get into it. Let's go because you got excited right there. Yeah. So with my boyfriend. Yeah. He had a, a little oh. dad bod. Sorry, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Joe Rogan's back. Hold on. Sorry, I was trying to actually turn my phone off, but yeah. <laughs> so when I met my boyfriend, when I was like, mm, maybe I don't know, is because also he had a dad bod. Alfred, so you know yeah. what I did. I was like, yo, I want you to be healthy. Mm. Come to the gym with me. This was mm. a, a test. I was like, let me see. Yeah. Dude went to the gym with me and we ended up consistently going. And guess what? In two months, I changed his whole life. Right. He went down four pant sizes Damn. and down 20 pounds. Nice. Let's see, but I, Just I he was receptive to it. I was he was I was like, look, get on a you know, we were discussing like his eating habits, and I go, yo. You need to cut all that shit out. Yeah. I was like, get on a high protein, low carb diet. Right. Work out with me. Yeah. And you're going to say. That's so hard because I think we take that better because we're so used to being kind of shitted on, honestly. You know, a lot of times women are dealt with with kit gloves with things like that. And it's hard for me to go and tell my girl, yo, kind of want you to lose some weight. Oh, yo, I want you to do this and this because it's an attack on her. And I've dealt with that personally. Like I was dating a woman 
And she lost some weight. And I said, yo, I see it. Like, I see the improvements. You lost a lot of weight. And she got pissed at me. I'm like, what the fuck? You know, like, so it's like, again, the same people who want truth always, but you don't want me to tell you I want you to lose a couple pounds. Why? You know, and I think that's just baked in the bread. The way on dating apps, you can change the height requirement, but I can't change the weight requirement. Who is that aimed at? That ain't aimed for me. You know, I don't care well, about Well, it's the height. whole fat shaming thing. You know, people are going to go on that. It's not fat stuff. shaming. It's who the fuck I like. I don't like big women. That's it's fine. preference. At the end of the day, right. we could wrap all this up and say preference, right? If there's something that's interchangeable that you can change, like you said, mm-hmm. I did it. You right. did it. You know what I mean? I can't change my height if I'm 5'6". Right. But you can make up for it with other things. Right. The thing that it like, and it bothers me so much with short men, and I'm not a short man. I'm like... Again, going to all these dating apps, I see all the time under six feet don't apply. Under six feet don't bother. Under six feet, six feet, six, six feet, six feet. But if I say over 140 pounds don't bother, then I'm fucking toxic. You know, what your preference is as a lady is my toxicity. It's not fair. You know, and that's a double standard that I hate. I don't want a woman that's five, five, 205 pounds. I'm, I don't want it. And I have the right to not want that. Right. Without being, I'm not shaming anybody that does because I have great friends that are overweight. Mm-hmm. You know, my sister is overweight, and I love her to death. De- to death, to death. Death. <laughs> no, it's nothing about the person. It's just my attraction isn't there for that, and I shouldn't be shamed for that. Or even like, I had a talk with somebody, and I said my girlfriend's 25. Oh, that's toxic. Get a girl your age. No, I'm afraid of that because I'm afraid of um, geriatric pregnancy because I work with that shit every day. You know. And that's why, now granted, I didn't want to go as low as 25. It just worked that way. But I dated my ex-girlfriend that I was heartbroken over and in love with was my age. So I'm not against that. I'm not anti that. Mm -hmm. But right now, now that I can have my options and I can choose because I'm in a position where I can choose, I'm going to go for the younger girl that doesn't have kids because I'm afraid of geriatric pregnancy, which, of course, anything can happen. But the numbers are numbers. You can't, I don't care what your emotion says, numbers are numbers. Yeah. Statistics are statistics. And it's fucked up. And I'm not saying it's easy for women in that position. It's fucked up. But I didn't make that. So you can't get mad at me for not wanting to go down that path. You know? Well, I'm the, not against it. People can't get mad at you for you educating yourself. I mean, the numbers are there. The numbers are the numbers. If you put your hand in fire, you're going to get burned. Your emotions don't Facts. change that. You know? Facts. All the fire is biased. Okay, cool. You're going <laughs> to burn me and you the same way. Like, come on. Facts. But that's that's lost there, and like, oh, you're toxic. Your girl is young. Like, what? The that's fuck not being toxic. And that's a literal conversation. What wow. are you talking about? What do you? Mm-hmm. Oh, you hate your mother because, oh, you don't date black women. I proposed to one. I like to forget that, you know, because it doesn't mm. fit your storyline. Right. That's the problem. On that note, <laughs> I'm gonna end this here with Miss Nat Rose. I'm glad you came back. I'm glad we had this conversation. And this is a conversation that some people are going to like and some people are going to dislike. And this is a conversation that some people ain't going to listen to it. They're going to listen to one part and turn it off. It is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, I'm glad you came back on the show. Thank you. See you in 2024? Nah. Bro, I haven't even seen this girl in like eight, nine months. Okay, we're going to see each other for your birthday. That's like in June. Hopefully. No, my birthday's in May. No, I know, but you have like your little shindig in June. Yeah, but we ain't got to worry about all that. Anyway, <clears> thank <throat> you for coming on the show, fam. Ladies, at the end of the day, and fellas, this is ladies and gentlemen. For years, we were always told about what was wrong with us, and men of this, and men of this, and men of this. 
And it's, I find it interesting the minute we turn the tables and talk about what toxic traits of other people, of, of women, it's kind of criticized and vilified and told misogynist and all of this stuff. How about we cut all of that shit out and actually listen to each other? There's a reason why I don't get too much into the manosphere stuff, and it's because it's a dead argument. It's like Republicans versus Democrats. Nobody's listening to the other side. But if we sit down to the table, you listen to our points. I listen to your points. We don't have to agree on everything, but let's meet in the middle somewhere or let's at least be open to trying to figure out a way to advance each other instead of fighting. Women that are, and people, let me say people, people that are excited and happy that this man died. This man is a father. This man is an ex-husband who he says he has a good relationship with his ex-wives. He's a son of a woman. You're happy that that man died and they'll never see their kid again because you have sensitive skin. There's something to be said about that and you have to take a look in yourself. And I hope you find that. Like Mr. Kevin Samuels said, the Godfather himself says all the time, get therapy. And you need therapy really bad because if you can enjoy a man who didn't kill your family, didn't kill hundreds of millions of people, didn't put out a product that killed people, didn't, whatever the case is, to hate a man like that is ridiculous. But also accountability for the men who took the shit that he said, because men also, and you alluded to this earlier, didn't watch his whole show either. Took clips and used that as weapons against women without actually doing the research themselves. You are also responsible for this bullshit that's going on as well. You have to take responsibility, do your research, and get better yourselves. Everybody needs to fix themselves. The difference is some people don't want to hear that shit. Some people just want things to be status quo, and that's not how it goes, and you will get the same results that you continue to get. That's all I got to say. My name is Iron, not Rosé. Bye.